Welcome to The Scoop Podcast. I'm Margie Echelkamp, editor of The Scoop, and excited to bring to you today this conversation with Brandon Van Middendorf from Lacrosse Seeds, talking about everything ag retailers need to know about cover crop seed and more. Brandon, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Look forward to the conversation. Yeah, let's get kicked off. And if you could... Give us a, a little bit of an overview of the Lacrosse product lineup. Absolutely. So, a little bit about Lacrosse Seed. Um, we're based in the Upper Midwest, Lacrosse, Wisconsin, obviously, um, but we're a distributor of cover crop um, seed, forage seed, turf grasses, native grasses, and wildflower seed. So, kind of a one-stop shop for you know some of your small seeded type items that uh, a lot of these retailers um, you know need to rely on um, for you know, outside projects, outside of corn and beans. So, um, but we have distribution sites across the Midwest, been in business for, for over 100 years, and uh, we take pride in supplying quality products and friendly service to to our retailers across the upper Midwest. Yeah, you mentioned that proud 100-plus year history of lacrosse. Could you help us understand the trends that you've really seen when it comes to cover crop seeds that have developed here in the last couple of years? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you know, the cover crops have been kind of that buzzword or have kind of been becoming more and more mainstream over the last, you know, five, ten years. Obviously, a lot of people were, were just, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, were just starting to get their feet wet, and now it's really progressed, um, obviously, into a lot more. We're seeing a lot more, uh, you know, growers starting to grow their own cover crop seed, growers, you know, growing small grains and then doing cover crops follow that. Uh, we're seeing relay cropping, um, which is you know, soybeans and corn, uh, or excuse me, soybeans and, and wheat being grown together. Uh, we're seeing planting green, um, where uh, growers are planting cover crops following their, their main crops, and then the following spring, um, they go into that uh, cover crop and plant directly into it. Um, we're also seeing some, you know, holistic practices of, you know, regenerative farming, soil health, um, you know, size of things like with that. Um, so a lot of uh, progression just from, you know, uh, soil health and water quality into a lot of different practices over the last couple of years, and, and it's really been uh, exciting to see. And, and Brandon, you mentioned it uh, briefly there, the introduction, but could you go into a little bit more detail on how Lacrosse partners with both ag retailers and your distribution network? Absolutely. So Lacrosse Seed is, is uh, wholly um, wholesale. So we work with uh, distribution um, customers and work with retailers um, throughout the Upper Midwest. Um, we we partner with them um, and their growers on uh, developing plans uh, for cover crops and, and uh, developing nutrient strategies. And uh, you know, obviously, cover crops is a big part of um, working with these retailers. But we do a lot more with them. You know, as far as waterways. Um, you know, terraces and conservation seeds. Um, so it really comes down to working with these re- retailers one-on-one, um, you know, supporting them, you know, with technical support, marketing support, um, and, and providing programs and pricing uh, depending on the, the areas they're in and the competition. They- but then obviously a big part of, you know, the cover crop side of things is, you know, we understand that a, a one-size-fits-all uh, program for growers is, is not necessarily the way to go. So being able to custom blend and developing um, seed mixes and plans for each grower is, is a big part of what we do with these retailers throughout the Midwest. And 
Are there any um, misconceptions about cover crop seed sales that you could help dispel? Or perhaps if I ask it another way, what are those opportunities with cover crop seed sales that you really want ag retailers to latch on to? Well, I, I, I think a big part of it is, you know, it, it's another avenue for, for increased margin, another avenue for, you know, profits to be made, to be made with these retailers. Um, but then also, I, I think, you know, as we see more and more growers and larger growers get involved with cover crops, um, they want trusted advisors. They want people that uh, can support them. Um, and if these uh, retailers and agronomists at these retailers are willing and able to work with um, these larger growers and, and multiple growers that are, you know, getting involved with cover crops, getting involved with, uh, you know, planting green, you know, all these different practices and then planning, um, you know, different approaches based on fertility needs, um, you know, and, and the cover crop uh, goals that they have in mind. Um, that's a big part of what these retailers um, are seeing and are, are able to do. And I think retailers um, being able to work with these growers will open up more windows of opportunities with these re, uh, these growers, uh, not necessarily on the, the conservation cover crop side of things, but maybe on the row crop side of things as well. So, um, you know, it, it's a big opportunity for retailers and, uh, you know, cover crop seed is, you know, uh, you know, having the logistics behind it is, is really where, you know, these retailers come into play, you know, ha having them help, uh, you know, bring the seeds in, uh, working with the growers, and bring in quality seed. And, and that's obviously what lacrosse seed, uh, you know, does a big, or focuses a lot on is, is the quality seeds, um, you know, good germ, good uh, purity. And, uh, you know, working with these retailers to provide that for the grower is, is a big, big part of us. Now, I, I know, Brandon, that, you know, in a year like 2019, that brought its own unique challenges with Prevent Plant that really spiked in demand for cover crop seed. But if you could provide some some insights as far as ordering trends, you know, by, by geography and time of year or even species, what are you seeing? Yeah, so I, I'm based out of uh, our Sioux Falls, South Dakota location. So obviously there's there's different uh, trends and different uh, timing uh, windows with cover crops, but you, you hit the, that right. Uh, 2019, there was a big prevent plant uh, year and that opened the, the door for a lot of, uh, you know, growers that may not have necessarily used cover crops in the past, um, you know, to, to start using them. Um, it opened that door, obviously. Um, and if, if there's, you know, kind of a silver lining that came out of the, the 2019 prevent plant year is it exposed cover crops and exposed some of these conservation practices to these growers. And I think some of those guys that uh, did use cover crops in 2019 after, uh, in those prevent plant uh, fields are seeing those rewards now this, this spring and, and into the summer as far as, you know, the weed control that it provided and uh, the ground, you know, the ground uh, soil health side of things that they're seeing from that as well. So, you know, that, that was a big timing that gave a, a wide window of opportunities on different forage cover crops, different uh, full season cover crops, different grazing cover crops. Um, you know, so that that's a way to really get uh, growers, you know, feet wet for the first time, you know, with, with cover crops. So that, that was a big window of opportunity there. And then also, you know, small grains is another, another opportunity there. Um, you know, being able to harvest a wheat or an oat crop and then follow that uh, right afterwards with uh, maybe a grazing or a forage cover crop type option. Um, you know, those are other opportunities. Uh, corn silage, another uh, window there, um, a little bit earlier in the uh, fall to be able to implement some of those, you know, annual cover crops as well, radishes, turnips, um, you know, oats and so on. So 
uh, lots of opportunities there. And then we're also seeing, you know, increased usage of aerial applied cover crops. Um, you know, timing is key there, uh, but uh, if we can get the, the seed out there and get a little shot of moisture following that uh, aerial application, we, we've seen some nice results with that as well. So um, depending on the geography, there's, there's lots of different timing, um, you know, windows, um, but uh, we work with these retailers and, and uh, you know, ways to get those applied and, and get the seed out to the growers. Now, excellent. A lot of different trends out there. And and I guess as my final question, Brandon, would be what what perhaps has been a universal bit of knowledge that you can share that can help people find success with cover crops? Well, I, I think the big thing is is, you know, a one size fits all approach isn't isn't the way to go about it. And being prepared um and planning. Um those are key things to be be uh, paying attention to when it comes to you know cover crops. Um, you know, we, we live by always planning ahead. That's a big, big deal. Um, planning your herbicide programs, planning your seed needs. Um, you know, if we can, you know, approach it like a row crop, um, using cover crops, you know, approach that as, you know, you would your normal row crops and, and plan. Um, that, that's something that we feel is, you know, very, very necessary to get the, the right program in place for the growers. Excellent. Brandon, thank you so much for sharing so many valuable insights with us and our audience today. If folks want to learn more about lacrosse or connect with you online or social media, how should they do that? You can always visit our webpage at lacrosseseed.com and, and we have a full team of uh, regional sales managers that are able to work with, uh, with retailers directly. Um, you also can uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter and, and some of us uh, regional sales managers like myself are, are active on Twitter and, and Facebook as well, too. Brandon, thank you so much. This is Margie Echelkamp, editor of The Scoop. Thank you all for tuning in.